G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. G'day, Matt G's with you on today's 2020 podcast. Just a reminder, you can hear the full program of 2020 every weekday on your radio in the West from 8am, in Queensland from 10 and in the Eastern Summer States from 11. Over the Easter Fest weekend, many different ministries were on hand to inform festival goers about their activities and obviously to try and drum up some support for their activities as well. One of those was the Mission Aviation Fellowship and the chair of their Australian board, Pam Condy. She's a lady with a passion for mission and she spoke to me amongst the noise and hustle and bustle of the festival as I started by asking her how she first became involved in math. I first became involved when my husband, who was an aircraft engineer, uh, joined MAF 40 years ago and we served for a while at Ballarat in the maintenance facility there and then we rejoined the airlines. However, we remained on a voluntary basis working with MAF because we feel um, very, very committed to the mission and vision of MAF because without MAF, so many other missions cannot deliver their services. How many years have you actually been involved in uh, the Mission Aviation Fellowship Ministry? Well, probably just over 40 years, but 10 years ago I was appointed to the National Board of MAF in Australia, and then two and a half years ago I was appointed the chairperson of the board. And what are some of the things that uh, you've been able to do as chairman of the board um, to, I guess, further this mission organisation that you've been involved with for many years? That's a really challenging question, actually. I I became chairperson of the board at a time of change for MAF. We had been, um, up until five years ago, MAF in Australia had been responsible for uh, overseeing our own um, operational side of the ministry. And then five years ago, we joined together with other MAF partner groups around the world and formed MAF International, And we handed responsibility for all our operations over to MAF International. And we became a resourcing partner in the Ministry of MAF International. And that probably wasn't um, the easiest time in our ministry because we had to refocus from providing an operational organisational mission focus to being a resourcing partner and our focus had to change to raising support in the areas of prayer as well as people and finance. How has that change developed over the last five years? It's been a bit of a challenging road that we've all walked. God has been amazingly good. When I look back to two years ago, uh, I probably wouldn't have thought we'd be where we are today. But God has brought us a new CEO, Michelle Dory, who is incredibly gifted in the area of mission and ministry. And she has brought a vitality to MAF Australia that just brings joy to the heart of all of those around her. And she is developing a team of enthusiastic, professional people 
who are serving MAF Australia now um, in various areas of the ministry so that we can raise the public profile of MAF not only in the Christian community but in the wider community. Ben, what about you yourself? What drives your passion for not just MAF but mission in general? I guess I've always been challenged by Jesus' great commission at the end of Matthew and I've never seen that as an option uh, but as a charge that Jesus gives those who follow him, that we are, he expects us to be responsible for going into all the world, uh, starting in our own backyard and spreading out until we cover the whole world, sharing his gospel message. And I'm not an evangelist, and um, I find it very, very difficult at times to actually speak up for Jesus. But I've learned over the years that if I befriend somebody and get alongside them and walk alongside them, it's much, much easier to share my faith. And so I am very, very driven uh, with mission, um, be it whether it's MAF or mission in my own local church, in our own local backyard, but to share the gospel. But for the mission of MAF and our ministry... It's a vision, I guess you would say, and a passion that God gave both my husband and myself many years ago, and it's never left us because I've seen firsthand, I've been up to PNG and I've been to Arnhem Land, I've been to Alice Springs, I've been to Aboriginal communities. I've seen what life is like for the disadvantaged people of this world who we forget about, and it's very easy to forget about them, and I'm passionate that we don't forget about them and that we are able to serve them as Christ would want us to serve them. Pam, what are some of the other areas of mission that you and and your husband are involved in? I believe you're also involved in some of the mission work within the Australian Defence Forces. Uh, Yes, I'm actually a representative um, with Everyman's. That's Everyman's Welfare Service. And we have uh, the permission of the Department of Defence to serve on any Australian Defence Force base and um, we provide recreational facilities and just drop-in centres so that uh, service personnel can come and share, um, have a shoulder to cry on. We're not chaplains. The chaplains, of course, belong to the various arms of the armed services, but um, we walk alongside the chaplains and we are actually able to share the gospel we have that permission from the Department of Defence to do that and I am passionate about that as well. How did you get involved with, with Everyman's? It, it, it's unusual to hear someone who's um, been involved in aviation um, to say, well, yeah, I've also got a strong passion for the Australian Defence Force. Okay. Well, I'm ex-Air Force myself. I was in the uh, Royal Australian Air Force for two years as a young woman. And in those days, you couldn't stay in once you were married, so I had to leave. However, I've always retained my interest in particularly the Air Force. And over the years, I have felt um, a growing just compulsion from the Lord to serve our troops. And I did apply uh, to become a chaplain with the Air Force Specialist Reserve and got 
quite a long way along that process. I have all the academic qualifications, but my age was against me. And uh, so, and it was during that process that I was informed about every man's, and the suggestion was made that um, even though I was past the retirement age for chaplains in the Air Force, that I might like to apply to every man's. And so that's the path I've walked. Now, Pam, you've also got uh, a a subtitle to your name, uh, OAM, so you've been made a a member of the Order of Australia. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, um, incredibly privileged to have been awarded a medal in the Order of Australia just over 10 years ago. I was very involved in the Girls' Brigade Ministry in Queensland and at a national level in Australia. I was State Commissioner for many years and company captain of three different companies um, around Queensland and I grew up in Girls' Brigade. I became a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ through Girls' Brigade and my parents did as well because of my involvement in Girls' Brigade, hence my passion for that. And also um, I worked for the Duke of Edinburgh's award uh, in Queensland and so my husband and I had a heavy involvement in leadership development. I started the current course for young women in Queensland. It's a leadership development course that runs for a week. It's a residential course, takes three years for the young women to complete it and um, that's for girls aged 15 to 25 and I directed that course for the first 10 years of its existence and I've been involved for the last 10 years as a chaplain. And so it was for my services to youth and for assisting in leadership development of young women uh, that I was awarded the OAM. It certainly sounds like uh, God has gifted you with so many different passions and and yet you seem to be able to combine them into a couple of different areas. It must be really exciting for you to be able to to use some of these passions that God's given you for, for the work that you're doing. It is, Matt. It brings a smile to my face. It really does. I am a very happy person, and that is because I believe that um, I'm doing what God wants me to do, and my husband is incredibly supportive, and just as I am supportive of his work and his ministry as well. And I think there's always the joy of just knowing that you're where God wants you to be, even if you're not 100% sure that that's where you should be, it's just a case of putting one step after the other until God closes the door. Well, Pam Condy, thanks so much for sharing a little bit of your story and sharing some of your passion for mission with us. Thank you very much, Matt. It's been a privilege. Thank you. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts. Or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.